Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thanks for listening to the Sinner and Saint, brother. On to A Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. And air conditioning needs. Needs, needs, needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The fan. The fan. Go to servicepatriots.com. Sports. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one? Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the <laughs> nose test didn't? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Math. just turned into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two! Miss Anthony for hour one. Shame on you, but fear not! Service Patriots podcast available on 1080thefan.com. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Uh, podcast also available on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, uh, wherever podcasts are available. Also, uh, send a smoke signal and it will uh, be broadcast right through uh, the airwaves. Uh, to you, it will magically appear in your head. No device needed. Uh, just send a smoke signal due east on a clear day. We paid good money for that one. That uh, that actually was a free service. A um, oh. uh, couple of things that we have to get to. One, Michigan just scored. Uh, and if you hate Michigan because they're big fat cheaters, uh, you can't root for Penn State either because for some reason they just had their Nittany Lion mascot, which looks like like an old guy's terrible Halloween costume. Are you familiar with the Nittany yeah, Lion I mascot? Yeah, yeah. He was dressed as Napoleon Dynamite doing a dance in the middle of the field. How old is that movie? What connection does it have to Penn State? And why do we care about it, like, right now? I hope they lose by 40. Um, when they know, do stupid things like that, just go away, Penn State. You know what? I, I am very glad that you do mention this because we probably can't get into it as we've... This show has just been... This show is Frankly, great. this show has been awful. Whoa! It's, it's been awful, and it's my it's my problem. This is one of the best shows we've ever done. Do you think so? Oh, absolutely! I had somebody on the Vancouver Ford text line tell me that I am what's wrong with society. Yeah, they they also said something. The Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but all of our texts uh, are brought to you via the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. Treat you, they treat you right before, during, and after the sale, and they're online at VancouverFord.com. But here's uh, the other thing that they said. And I've been meaning to bring this up all season. You say Albany weird. 
You do your traffic updates at the end of the segment, and so it always goes into commercial, so I forget to say something when we come back, because there's more pressing matters, because we're always a little bit off the clock and uh, goofing around and doing other things. But you say Albany instead of Albany. Yeah, it's Albany. It's Albany. No, it's Albany. It's not. It is. The Vancouver Ford text line agrees with me. You say it weird. Is that person from Albany? Are you from Albany? No, but I've heard other Albanites no, say Albany. You have not. They're I'm Albanites. Pretty sure. It's Albany. It's the capital of New York as well. It shares a name with Albany. Yeah, Albany. It's not Albany. It's Albany. It's Albany. It's not Big Albany. I don't know about that. I we do. I think we're all against you. You remember, remember that you are wrong with what's wrong with society. Yeah. And they didn't specify. Because I won't save someone's spot in line at they a didn't, theme park. They didn't specify. They didn't specify. I might be what's wrong with society for saving somebody's spot in I'm, line. I'm pretty sure it was me. I'm pretty sure it was you, too. But they didn't specify. So you don't have to. You have been very sensitive to the Vancouver Ford text line lately. Anytime anybody says anything negative about our show, which, listen, there's plenty. Because I like to interact. I know, but you. What am I supposed to do? You're, you're, you're snapping back. You're not going, hey, thanks. Uh, we'll try to do better because let's be honest, we're not. No, everybody knows that. Yeah, we're I'm not gonna lie to him. <laughs> yeah, but but you engage like they're Thanks, saying. Man, I'll take that feedback into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> but you're snapping back like they're saying something that's untrue. You guys are idiots. And you're like, you're the idiot. I'm like, no, we are idiots. No, you it's un- I, it's it's untrue to me. Uh, and all that matters is how yeah, I feel about things. You no, know, I know. You need, and you know something else. You need, to, just, you need to tone down yeah. your responses on the Vancouver Ford text line. You need to get a little thicker skin. You need to realize. That guess what? When you and I get together, we're probably gonna say stupid stuff. Yeah. Let okay. me, let me, let me and just, I think that's fair. Let me just break this down for for everybody who's oh, listening right do. now. Yeah, I might be what's wrong with society. All of you are also what's wrong with society. Do you the know fact so- that we put this much stock, by the way, into Jim Harbaugh clearly cheating. I thought we were done with Jim Harbaugh. Kind of you are what's wrong with society. There are and, more pressing issues in the world. You're what's wrong with this show. Listen, collectively, we make up society. So if there's something wrong with it, then just by simple math, any part of society would be what's wrong with it. What would this show be like if it was just one of us? What do you mean? No be- other producer, I mean. Oh, it'd be awful. Yeah. Well, it'd be because if, if it was you, weird. it would just turn into like wanderings about like places you visited or like a hunting whoa. story. And if it was me, whoa, whoa, it would turn whoa, 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 whoa. into a rant about like why wasn't the shirt I bought from Ross better quality? Four dollars is four dollars. I assume I assume that the people that we know do the same thing about the show. Everybody tells you that I'm what's wrong with the show, and everybody tells me you're what's wrong with the show. Mm. The reason the show uh, to me is entertaining to do, and uh, the people that do like the show, is because there's conflict. You're an idiot. I'm a genius, and that's how the show works out. But in your mind, you think I'm the idiot. You are the idiot. Yeah. See, there you go. You're that's, and that's the way it works. Moron. So now here's the thing: it's if anybody on the Vancouver Ford text text line says either one of us is idiots, guess what? They have their right to your opinion. Because guess what? You and I have divergent opinions on that fact as well. So are you what's wrong with society? Yes. But am I wrong? What's wrong with your society? Probably. Can we move on? I can't. I can't. I have too many feelings and opinions. Okay. Well, I'm so angry. Okay. Well, listen. If you if you want to take that anger and channel it somewhere good, let's have you yell about the Blazers. Uh, Robert Ooh. Williams the third went down. Scoots out for a few weeks. Uh, why would you trade for a guy that's so injury prone? Was the echoes that I heard this week. Mm. 
Played a lot more than Festus Azili, but we will talk about the Blazers uh, next. But before we do, Victorico's uh, has everything that you need for your game day celebration. Order Victorico's Mexican food at victorico's.com. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Will. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. St. Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Touchdown, Penn State going for two uh, right now, 14-9 with a two-point conversion. Uh, imminent, uh, Will still arguing with people in Vancouver for the Texan, which I find to be delightful. I have to defend myself. Yes, you must defend yourself. If only you had a way to communicate uh, over the airwaves. Uh, how you're really feeling about things. Uh, I wanted to talk about a couple things. Uh, Portland Trailblazers, you've mentioned it in your updates. Scoot's going to be out a few more weeks, so I know you're uh, anxious to see him back because he was your favorite player uh, on the Blazers in decades when he was out there playing. Oh, man. Out. Uh, but the other one was Robert Williams the third is out for the season, and this was a gripe point for a lot of Blazers fans. Uh, that's why they should have traded him as soon as they got him. That's why they shouldn't go after... Guys, he's like 26 years old, and you have him in contract for another two seasons. It's not Festus Azili. He's getting season-ending surgery on a season where, hey, I hate to uh, hate to burst any bubbles out there. The Blazers aren't winning the championship this what? year. Probably better playing with as few of your uh, impact players as possible because you want high draft position because <laughs> this team's only going to get better. That's funny. Robert Williams, yeah. impact player. I'm sorry, he's not. He Dude, plays. None of, these, none of these guys are impact players. Not, no, not a single impact I mean, player Anthony on the whole Simons roster. Simons is. You would hope Scoot yeah. Henderson is again. Jury's out because we uh, don't know. Listen, I'm you not don't saying. Know I didn't say all star. I said the impact. A guy that's playing 17 minutes a game. He has some impact on the game. You're fine without it. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- this entire season, you knew from the very beginning. Once Damian Lillard gave the trade request, yeah. you go, okay, this season is going to be a wash. It's yeah. just that's the way it is. Sure. You can't have your arguably greatest player in franchise history leave and then get better because they were getting worse each season with him in the last three years. You you can't go, well, they'll be better now without him. Can I probably not? Can I ask, can I ask you a question? How, how, uh, how happy are you to see that uh, Dame is elsewhere and not playing because he's hurt and his team, even with an MVP scoring 52 points still loses to the Indiana Pacers. Um, I think I'm not really so much happy, but kind of just intrigued by it all. Because really, like, the issue that if you know what you're talking about in basketball and you've Which, according to Adam Silver, nobody does. Apparently no one does. Did you hear this? The There's too many guys out there just commenting on our league and just saying, uh, well, this team gave more effort. I just, we, we should have better media commentary on the thing. We need to educate I mean, people. I would agree with him in some way. Yeah. I don't know. I, what I would say is this. I very much expected when he went over to Milwaukee, I was like, they're not going to be good immediately. Yeah. They just won't. Because I don't know if anybody else has noticed, Damian Lillard's not very good at defense. <laughs> they were griping about their defense yeah. almost immediately. It's like, well, like, that's yeah. kind of what you bought. Um, and then Milwaukee traded away one of the better defensive guards in the league. So it's kind of like, 
Well, yeah, there's going to be some growing pains to begin with. Now, I'm not going to, uh, you know, toss them out the window. You know, I think, what, are we six, seven, eight games into the season? Is that correct? Yeah. So, you know, I think with Milwaukee, slow your roll. Let's wait till the All-Star break and see where we're at at this point. They're kind of feeling it out, trying to get a hold of, like, how do we want to play defense and hide Dame better? So that, you know, we can actually make a run in the playoffs because that's what that team is built for. It's an older team. Chris Middleton's on minutes restrictions. Okay. It's the start of the season. That should tell you where their priorities are. It's not winning the mid-season tournament or anything. It's like, okay, let's figure out what this is. And then once we get to the 25 game mark, let's go on a run, get home home court advantage. And I'm trying to give you credit for something that you said. I mean, he has not played full seasons over the last few years and he's out with a calf strain. Yeah, questionable. He's older. Yeah. He's thir- what is he, 34, 35? Yeah. He's older. In the NBA, as a guard, that is old. So, I mean, yeah, it's predictable for now, but I'm still kind of waiting oh, yeah. waiting on it, but waiting it- for the jury. When it comes to Scoot Henderson, it, it's getting very creepily like, this is not starting well. Like, this is real. Because even when you were playing, you were looking yeah. very kind of a 19, mess. very 19. Yeah, very 19, but also just kind of like, I don't even really see the potential here. This is getting uh, bad. Yeah, like, I don't you're know not being that. coached very well. It seems like you're <laughs> taking weird shots. He hasn't been coached very long either, though. That's the other Right. Thing. He was shooting 9%. Yeah. From three point range. He's a he's a nineteen year old guard whose success has been basically built on his athleticism. Yeah. He's Russell Westbrook. Right. Uh, so why is as he a shooting? Comp because he thinks he can make the shit. Why does Russell Westbrook shoot? Because he right. thinks he can make it. He might be wrong. But Guess that's what? like you later ni- Russell Westbrook when he quit 19. listening to coaches. A nineteen year old or a rookie in the NBA, when oh. you come in, you should listen to a coach sure. and that's what leads me to what I was talking about last week, and I'll probably keep harping on this entire season, which is I don't think Chauncey Billups is a very good coach. <laughs> I think if that. you were coaching Scoot Henderson, very easily the first thing you would say is, dude, get to the hole. Like, just get there. I don't care how you do it. Just get physical, get to the hole, get to the free throw line, and set a tone for the season and set a tone for the rest of the league to know that if you're coming downhill, you don't want to get in your way. Don't quit pulling up jumpers. Well, sure. There's no point. Yeah. yeah. I don't... And maybe he is saying that. And then if that's the case, then what's going on with Scoot Henderson? Why isn't he listening? <laughs> well, he's not playing right now. So I know yeah. that you love to trash him and you want to be the first I'm guy. I'm not out. trashing. It's you just You want to be the first guy that has, yeah. has the Scoot as a bust. I get that. Yeah. Russell Westbrook shot 27% from three. His first season, 22% his second season. So he was taking yeah. attempts and missing attempts. It's it's That's better than nine. Like again, nine. It's a very small sample size, and <laughs> it is. Okay. Here's what I'm just trying to say: is the small sample size I've gotten, it yeah, it, it, it was just kind of like, yeah. you know, like Wimby has done things wrong, and he's kind of like messed up on certain areas. But you look at him and you go, "Holy crap, that's 19 years old doing that. That guy's going to be incredible, yeah, right?" Well, I, and I'm not holding him to that. I'm not holding Scoot to that standard. But at least there needs to be something I look at where I go. Yeah wow, this guy's going to be incredible. From what I watched with Scoot, I was just kind of like, yeah, he looks very lost. It'll be a couple years uh, before we know what the uh, value of that pick was, but it's going to be a couple weeks before we even see him play again. So maybe yeah. we, maybe we hold up that. Have you seen the shoe that is getting all the attention in the NBA? Which one's this, Dan? That's what I'm asking you. Have you seen it? No, apparently not. It is the new Sabrina 1s. 
At least four players, uh, Drew Holiday, uh, Mikel Bridges, uh, Daquan Jeffries, and Jordan Poole, have all been spotted wearing uh, the Oregon Basketball Stars' new signature shoe that dropped in March uh, during her WNBA season. The first of her uh, collection, the third signature shoe for a WNBA player. Mm -hmm. The Sabrina Ones are catching on, not just in the NBA, but men's college basketball and women's college basketball as well. And uh, you know what? Pretty nice shoe that Nike designed for him. Yeah, but kind of cool to it. see a crossover from yeah. the WNBA to the NBA. Um, and, uh, you know, shoe. Oregon Star, it's a nice shoe. But, yeah, there it is. So I thought thought that was worth noting yeah. that uh, Oregon uh, superstar Sabrina, to, uh, you know, making an impact on the NBA. Kind of the reverse that you would expect. Yeah, I've never, um, I don't know about you, I've never been too much of a sneaker head, you know. Me neither, but I thought this whole, was interesting. It I is interesting. I just, I find the whole... Uh, I don't know. It's its own subculture, obviously. But um, yeah, actually, I was going to mention that I, I wanted to talk to you about this before the show. I mean, I, I guess it kind of uh, wades into sports, but um, it's more apparel. Uh, there was a uh, article that came out recently in the New York Times that talked about like Kanye West and Adidas. Oh, sure. Yeah. And the breakup of the relationship. And it's, at least it's a tough one for me. You well, know, I know, that I, I, rep know the Yeezy. I know, I know, I know. Um, they talked about it and they were like, yeah, you know, the whole anti-Semitic thing, that's pretty terrible. And, you know, that's the reason Adidas gave you in public as to why they got rid of Kanye West. But they like went into this whole thing about how like, apparently Kanye West is like literally the most nightmarish person on earth to work with. Like stories about him bringing over, uh, Adidas executives, right. When they signed their, you know, partnership deal, you know, he brings yeah. them over for what these executives interpret as a, you know, let's meet each other dinner and they come over and on a big screen TV above the table, he just starts playing porn while they're <laughs> eating. <laughs> and he said that he wanted it to be a, a creative experiment. <laughs> like, and then apparently the, the Yeezy team, right? Cause you know, it's a brand. So sure. they have a whole team of people that just work on it. The whole Yeezy team was provided their own HR rep and free, uh, uh, call map service because apparently working with Kanye West oh, sure, yeah. was just such a head trip that yeah. like you, you, it drove you insane. It's amazing yeah. who people will work with if they think they can make money off of their yeah. fame or talent or whatever it is. The amount of people that will bend their morals, and I we don't need to get into politics with this, but the amount of people that will take their values and shift them for the opportunity to make money, gain power, uh, get, you know, just a little bit of the stardust off of these people, no matter how terrible they are, is staggering. And yeah. it happens in sports a fair amount too, where if you, if you've got the talent, you get a lot more second chances. Ray yeah. Rice didn't make it back in the league, but there's plenty of people that have done things as bad or worse that we're, a little, we're, we're a little bit more in their Joe prime. Nixon. Yep. Yep. We we don't we don't need to go down the list because that is a rabbit hole that extends uh, well beyond uh, uh, yeah. the time that we have left for this show. But it exists in, in every facet. And Kanye West, I knew he was going to be terrible. Do you remember the David Dave Chappelle story about Kanye? Oh right, yeah, because uh, uh, my life's dope and I do dope ass. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, actually, that's the one story of him that I thought was well, funny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fun, but. It, well, it is fun, yeah. but then you extrapolate that over that working every day for, you know, the next 15 years. 
Guess yeah. what? That's going to go the wrong direction. I've I've long said that you know all of us would be worse people if everybody uh, was hanging on our every word and every stupid thing we did got people excited and riled up and we could sound, surround ourselves with money and yes people, yeah. we would all be a little worse for the wear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. So, right. yeah, there's very, very few people that make it to the heights of fame without uh, having some, uh, I don't know, questionable, uh, you know, um, decisions that they've made. And if those get reinforced, you can see how the slippery slope works. So I'm not saying that all famous people are bad people, but you can certainly see how it, the snowball effect could go with, uh, you know, the wrong direction. Sure. That being said, we need to get to uh, some NFL. Um, the Seahawks got absolutely housed last week. Is that them being bad? The Ravens being good? Um, also, the Eagles look fairly unstoppable. Those are the two teams that I want to talk about most after last week. Before we do that, uh, we need to do another traffic and weather update. If you're headed down to Eugene today, you can stop by Victorico's in Salem, Albany, Springfield, or Eugene, and you can pre-order your food right on the Victorico's app. Here, ladies and gentlemen, is a Victorico Mexican food traffic and weather update from Will Benjamin Darkins. I've never been too good with names The The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. A couple statement games I thought in the NFL last week. Uh, the Eagles pulled away in the second half uh, from the Cowboys. The uh, final score looked a little closer than I thought it was, but the Eagles in the third quarter said, All right, yeah, we're done horsing around with these guys. And then the Baltimore Ravens absolutely whooping the Seattle Seahawks, and their defense looked outstanding uh both those teams are on buys this week so we're in week nine kind of the official unofficial halfway point now they have a 17 game season so uh i thought it'd be a good time that was weird because i was watching all the post game stuff and they said that i was like oh wow Mm -hmm. that kind of blows my mind feels like it has absolutely flown by hasn't it it's even weirder too because you know we got uh thanksgiving for me is always the mark of like oh it's the civil war game yeah and i thought about that and i was like oh my gosh Thanksgiving's only like what two weeks away now. Yeah, it's Ooh. an early Thanksgiving, but yeah, no, it is. It is wild to think that you're kind of halfway through the season. Yeah. But I wanted to take a look just at the standings, and um, and it's pretty interesting. The AFC, I think that the best game of last week, uh, at least the most entertaining for me, was the Frankfurt game, the six thirty a.m. kick between oh the gosh, Dolphins yeah. and the Chiefs, and uh, the Chiefs get out to the big lead. The Dolphins almost were able to claw their way back, but it looks like. You know, anything in the AFC is still going to go through Kansas City, which I think makes it fun. Oh, you fun. think so? I think, I think it will end up going that way, and here's why. I think the two best teams right now might be the Ravens and the Bengals. But they play in the toughest division in football. Uh, the the four-game uh, win streak on the Bengals still has them in last place in their division, technically. They're 5-3, and three, Browns are 5-3, and three, Steelers are 5-3, and three, and the Ravens are 7-2. and two. I just don't think that you're going to move through that division and stay a two-loss team if you're the Baltimore Ravens. Now, if they play like yeah. they did last week, 
Sure, but you have to go on the road to to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. to Cleveland, to sure. to Pittsburgh. I don't have the whole schedule in front of me. Yeah. Um, but those are tough games, especially late in the year, and I don't know how many you have left. But Kansas City has to beat the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos in, just within their division. So without pulling up everybody's schedules, I think the division matchups just make it a lot tougher for Baltimore. Um, and then Baltimore, uh, Buffalo, and Miami uh, have to kind of run into each other again. So it's it's I just think it's trickier. Yeah, I mean, I've I've lost faith in Buffalo. That there's something going on there. Uh, whether it is, you know, somebody needs to rein in Josh Allen, or perhaps we've seen the peak of what Josh Allen is, which is B minus version of Brett Favre. Very Ooh, exciting. I think Brett Favre was a B minus version of Brett, Brett Favre. He won one Super Bowl. <laughs> it's not like he was unstoppable. Well, he, 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 he's the all time leader in interceptions. He was very exciting to play, but he wasn't that. He wasn't unstoppable. No, but. I don't think Josh Allen's really that unstoppable. Neither really. do I. In fact, That's what it, I'm saying. In fact, he is being stopped. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but I think I think he yeah. still has. I think if he gets the right team around him, which Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers both did one time in their career, where they had a defense like the defense yeah, is getting kind of older. Done that. They did that last I, year. They did it the did. year before, and now yeah. we're getting to the point where like, look, Josh, we can only do this so many times with a salary cap. That like yep. you then need to do. That's what makes Mahomes incredible. There's a lot of things that makes Patrick Mahomes incredible, but what really his solid- wife and his brother. Well, no, okay. <laughs> what really solidified him as a uh, player that will be most likely the player of this and the next decade was the fact that they surrounded and insulated him with weapons. They mm-hmm. did that, yep. and they said, "Look, we're we're going to give you this runway, and you do it." And you do it well. And you did. You wanted a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They started taking some of those weapons away because you can't afford all of them. True. And he still won a Super Bowl. Yes. Like every great quarterback, he still had one reliable weapon that is Travis Kelsey. If Patrick Mahomes can get them to the Super Bowl again with the receiving core he has now, again, that shows greatness. Sure. Something you were able to get past. They started taking stuff away from Josh Allen, and he just kind of kept getting worse. But here's here's the, the other bills have kept getting worse. Sure, I understand yeah. that. But here's the other thing that you're that you're kind of missing the connection between those two things, mm. which I think are both true. Where there is a little bit of a downside for the Buffalo Bills is when that team was at their absolute best. So were the Chiefs. Sure. And those battles were incredible. And there's a third quarterback that I would put in that list uh, in, in the AFC that I think right now is surrounded by weapons and is incredible and will get paid a lot of money and will have to do it by himself a little bit later. And that's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is... Oh, I thought you meant Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh, no, not quite. Uh, there's Well, there is another guy that might be uh, approaching that, which I'm very curious to see this weekend's matchup, because if you're circling a game, because we talked about this last week, the NFL has missed on their primetime matchup where Monday Night Football yeah. is Bills-Broncos, Sunday Night Football uh. is Jets-Raiders. I think your best game of the week sits at 10 a.m., and it's the Niners yep. at the Jaguars. Yep. Yep. And Trevor Lawrence is another guy that if he gets into that mix where you've got four quarterbacks that can kind of do it themselves and have varying degrees of help from their defense and their weapons, Josh Allen has a tougher road, I think, than Brett Favre did at points. And if it comes and goes where you 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 get to be the one guy that stands alone is the at the top of that mountain, which mm-hmm. I think I think Mahomes was lucky enough to be on a good team pre-Josh Allen, pre-Joe Burrow, pre-Trevor Lawrence, and right at the tail end of Tom Brady, and he missed Peyton Manning, there was a little window in there where he got to be like, all right, let me figure out how to win with this team. The team was stacked. 
and there was a clear runway. How many straight uh, AFC title games has he been to? It's a, it's a pretty, yeah, three or four, probably. Pretty, I think it's four. It's yeah. a pretty good run up, though. So I think it's I think it's a very good spot to be as a quarterback, where you kind of get a chance to be the best guy for by yourself for a little bit, and it doesn't last very long. That's for sure. Well, and it's not only just the subplot of uh, I guess Trevor Lawrence's development, but it's the 49ers. You could have a fourth. No, that game is everything's great about it. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you could have a fourth straight loss, which would then turn everybody into panic mode. And yep. quite obviously, there are two things wrong with the 49ers. One is their defense isn't playing as well mm-hmm. as you would hope, or at least the personnel would lead you to believe. And that... Kyle Shanahan's flat build hats. And his head is <laughs> face is too narrow for a flat bill. He doesn't well, have a he doesn't have a wide enough head for it. I was going more oh. towards the direction of uh three straight games. Yep. Tre- uh, um, Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy has had, yeah, just normal performances. And he hasn't now, been terrible, but no, he hasn't been good. But he has been terrible for stretches. Yep. And I think that's what's kind of the killer in the NFL with quarterbacks. There's many things that can make you not a starting quarterback in the NFL, but it's the point at which you have these just drag moments in games. And I'm not talking about like you threw yep. a pick. I'm talking about the entire second quarter, not you threw a down. pick, you got sacked twice, yep. And you made wrong re- like Josh Allen's another good example of this. There are just moments yep. in games where you can watch Josh Allen and go, "Yeah, this quarter he's just going to suck." When why do we love Brett Favre? Because he could because throw. Because he, he sent could... naked photos to an intern over at the Jets, and he could throw three picks in the first three quarters, and then when you need a touchdown at the and end, he it was great. Somehow and jo- won a game, but Josh Allen has had those moments too. Stadium. That back and forth with the Chiefs a couple years ago, man, that was greatness. Uh, here's here's the other uh, thing that's really intriguing about uh, about Brock Purdy and how he's playing. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the other side of that coin, but they got rid of Trey Lance, hadn't thrown a pick all year. <laughs> No, yeah. no. Hey, man, bless the guy. He's collecting <laughs> checks. Yeah, you know what? And he might, he might get a chance later on. I mean, obviously, he's a talented guy from a physical standpoint, and I, you know, we've talked about this a bunch. Sometimes it's good to sit back and watch the game sure. for a little bit because the speed of uh, NFL football is not going to match the one game that you played in your final year at North Dakota State. Now, I would argue among the other turds uh, this week in the. Um, on the NFL slate because there's really only little slight intrigues that you can sprinkle around Bengals Texans. You say, Oh, well that's interesting. I wonder you well, know, Stroud versus uh, burrow. Can I tell you what else is interesting? Uh, Vikings on a four game winning streak uh, hosting the saints. Yeah, it's fine. Well, no, it's that doesn't matter. No, <laughs> they're both five and four. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Who's going to, who's going to win. Who's going to win the NFC South? Uh, probably the lions. And even then, no, and, the South. Oh, the South. Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't. Come Zero on. intrigue. Yeah, though no, there is no intrigue. Okay, the fine. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Tied for the longest win streak in the NFL and uh, and leading cool. a division that has to have a winner. I'm just All saying. right. You, you, I would tell intrigue. you Lions Chargers is far. I would agree intriguing. with that. Yep. But I, and it's mostly for the fact I would argue for the Chargers yeah. because really, if the Chargers would have lost to the Raiders, uh, or no, I, I apologize to the. Um, Bears on Sunday Night Football a couple weeks ago because yep. there was this kind of stir oh, of yeah, it totally. with Tyson Bajant and what he was bringing to the table. There was kind of this thing of like, if the Bears win this game, that dude's getting fired. Yeah, Like, I Tarmac. Think, I don't think fired. that was a bad move either. Yeah, no. And so it's like, pretty much he is coaching every week for his job at this point. And so that that that's an intriguing matchup to me. But most of all, I, I mean, again, the NFL has failed us in terms of <laughs> prime time. 
Yeah. Jets Raiders. Even with Aaron Rodgers, I'm not watching Jets Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I'm just that. not. I. Well, well, <laughs> can they flex yet? Yeah. Well, they. Yeah. There's some weird rules with flexing, but they should have flexed that game. Out if they really? Could've. If and they could have Monday night game, they the should Bills, have Broncos. I, well, they yeah, and they can flex Monday night later in the season. There's yeah. some weird rules around. I was looking I mean, at the flex the, rules before like, the season. It's kind of like, what? Why are you scheduling this? Yeah. I'm not watching yeah. that. Well, Sean Payton. He's gonna he's gonna fix all the things. Obviously, Nathaniel Hackett was in over his head. Russell Wilson will be better. He's been a little better. You're telling me the guy who's the ringleader of a bounty gate scandal can't fix something? What to watch? What do you watch in the Ducks game tonight? What do you watch in the Beavers game? What do you watch uh, around college football and beyond? Uh, we do that next, a segment we call What to Watch. This is the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. First, Victorico's traffic and weather update. Order Victorico's Mexican food for your game day celebration at victorico's.com. Here's Will. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins, and increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson, are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Oh, my microphone's not on. Uh, we've got the Ducks hosting the Trojans tonight. 7.30 kick. All the fault of the USC because uh, they stink. And uh, they've lost three out of four. But what are you looking for in the game, Mr. Darkins? What's the matchup? Uh, get Well, the matchup more than anything is get your tempo on their tempo, meaning that's how a lot of people are able to take advantage of USC, at least in the beginning. Now, the difficult part is the third quarter when they just kind of start scoring constantly, and then you have to deal with that as a defensive unit. But you would hope that since Oregon's defensive line is probably the best that USC has ever seen, that they'll be able to kind of stamp ever. everything out. It's prime time, baby. Even though it's a late game, you get it at home. Yep. You know, you are the, what, sixth rated rate. Uh, team in the country, yeah, you have the Heisman the winner coming to your house. You should have the momentum behind you. Stamp it out early. Stamp it out in the third quarter. Win the game. Move on. Get closer to your playoff picture. My favorite story on the Ducks uh, right now, and I think a lot of people can agree with this, is Tez Johnson. Three catches for 41 yards in the opening game where they scored 81. Then four catches for 37, 77 yards, 48 yards. Last week, 12 catches for 180 yards. Uh, Bo Nix's uh, adopted brother out there just torching people and helping his uh, his brother uh, maybe win a Heisman Trophy. I think that was cool. That's something to watch for. If they even throw the ball, they might not have to. Uh, but that's what I'm watching for. All right, we got to get going. Uh, 1 o'clock for, I'm sorry, 2 o'clock. I'm sorry, 3 o'clock for Ducks game day. Uh, it's a late one tonight, uh, but you've got Ducks all day right here on the fan. Uh, before we get going, one more 
traffic and weather update uh, from Will brought to you by Victory. Because if you're headed to Eugene today, you can stop in Salem. You can stop in uh, Albany, 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 uh, Springfield, or Eugene. Pre-order at victorygoes.com. Here's what.